Hey team, this is Grant David Collins, and welcome to Basement Philanthropy, a place for people who do not want to wait until they're rich or retired to create meaning, impact, and connection with their money, regardless of the amount. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the ripple effect of personal giving, so let's get started. Every action we take has a ripple effect. And a lot of the times we have no idea what that ripple effect does in the world. And even when we catch a small glimpse of the impact, we are oblivious, completely oblivious to the exponential nature of these actions. So to put this into perspective, let me tell you about two stories from history that will start to get these gears rolling in your head. The first person I want to talk about you have absolutely heard of before, and her name is Rosa Parks. On Thursday, December 1st, 1955, Rosa Parks was on her way home from a long day at work. Now, this was back in the segregation days of the United States, and in Montgomery, Alabama, the buses were segregated, meaning that the whites sat in the front of the bus and the blacks sat in the back of the bus. Now, Rosa Parks was up towards the front of the bus, and so when all the seats were occupied in the front, the people would make, the bus drivers would make the black people stand up and go to the back of the bus. Well, the bus quickly filled up, as buses did back in those days, and a white man got on to the bus. And so the bus driver asked a row of black women to stand up and go to the back. Three of those women went along with what had happened, But Rosa Parks did not. Rosa Parks refused to go to the back of the bus. Now, this created quite the stir, so much so that the police were called, and Rosa Parks was taken into custody. Now, I do not know what was going through the mind of Rosa Parks in this moment where she decided that, nope, today I've had enough. I'm going to refuse this. But what we do know and what I know is that decision has had a huge impact on the lives of millions and millions of people. Not only those who were affected by segregation, but by those who would have continued to perpetuate it if something hadn't happened. Now, we have a long ways to go to make sure that what was done around civil rights continues to move forward. But can you imagine the absolutely exponential nature of what effect Rosa Parks had on history? And this is just an ordinary woman going home from work on a public bus and her decision, her action created a landslide of change that we are still filling today. Now, the second person I want to talk about is a woman by the name of Candace 
Leitner. Now, many of you have probably never heard of that name before, but you might have heard of the organization that she founded, which is MAD, or in other words, Mothers Against Drunk Drivers. Now, all of this started when Candace's young daughter, she was 13 at the time, was struck and killed by a drunk driver. During this time, this was during the 80s, there were not a lot of laws against drunk driving. And even the laws that were in place were pretty mellow when it came to the absolute damage and catastrophes that resulted from this habit of drinking and driving. And so Candace banded together with other mothers to begin lobbying the federal government and other governments, state and local governments, to do something about this tragedy that was unfolding all across the nation when you were mixing drinking and driving. Because of Candace's efforts and the efforts of her uh, community that she created with this organization and other people that saw themselves as being able to impact change, the age for when you could start drinking was raised to 21. And the very strict rules and laws that we have around drunk driving today were put in place in large part because of Candace and her organization. So again, if we look back or take a step back and see what change that caused, it likely resulted in thousands and thousands of people being saved from drunk drivers. Now, that doesn't mean that people are still not affected by this. Unfortunately, they are. But the amount of people that were killed or impacted definitely has dropped. And the people whose lives would have been ruined because they were a part of doing that or the people that would have been driving maybe made them think twice about getting on the road drunk. Like You can't even calculate this. Now, I know what you're probably thinking on your side of the screen or headphone that you're listening or watching this podcast from. Grant, my, my actions actually don't matter like that of Rosa Parks or Candace Leitner. Like, when I make decisions on a daily basis, like, they barely affect me, um, let alone the people around me. So I want to share with you an experience that I had this weekend that really impacted me and starts to illustrate this at a more localized level. On Saturday morning, I had the absolute privilege of volunteering at a local food pantry near where I live. And to be honest, I'm still processing the entire experience it was more impactful than I ever imagined it would be. And that's because I put into practice what we've talked about on this podcast so many times of getting close to the giving that you are involved with because the closer you are to that giving, the more impactful it will be to you personally 
and to you developing this skill set of philanthropy. So I showed up Saturday morning and I started volunteering. So, you know, stocking shelves, doing different things to get ready for when people came to the pantry. And that was great. You know, stocking shelves and, and getting involved in volunteering is, is awesome. But the real impact happened when I started to help people that are my neighbors walk through this food pantry. The absolute gratitude and kindness and um, feeling of camaraderie that I felt with these people, uh, I, can't, I can't put it into words. Um, walking around, helping individuals pick out cans of, of corn and green beans or, or, or chili, it just impacted me in, in a way that, that I, I really can't understand. I'm, I'm having trouble working through even just talking to you about it. Uh, but why that was so, like, changing for me, why that impacted me so much was that I saw what happened when I was involved in creating good. And I saw how fortunate I am currently in my situation. And it, it caused me to rethink a lot of ways that I am living and operating. I always wondered why people who are involved with philanthropy um, are often very minimalistic. Uh, they, they don't have a lot of luxury in their lives. And I started to understand why that was the case on Saturday, because it's really challenging to go from a situation where you are helping people who are having trouble putting food on their table uh, to going out and buying a luxury car. Now, by no means am I saying that people that have luxury cars are bad. What I am saying is that as you start to get involved with helping people and and seeing the needs that are in this world, you start to reconsider what your focus is in your life. Now, how this applies back to what we're talking about in this podcast is how I found out about this local food pantry. So about a year ago, I walked into the church I attend and I saw a sign that said, diaper and toilet paper donation for Tabitha's Way. That's the food pantry that I've been discussing. And there were blank tables. There, there wasn't a lot of donations, and, and it wasn't necessarily that the people weren't charitable. It was just that the word hadn't really been spread. And so I decided, like, hey, I'm going to get involved, and, and I believe I've talked about this in, in previous podcasts. Uh, we went out, raised uh, about $500. I actually think it was $700. It was $700, and we went to Costco, bought a bunch of diapers and toilet paper, and uh, filled up those tables. But the way that that happened was that it was organized by somebody. Somebody woke up and found out about Tabitha's Way and decided like, hey, as a church, we should be a part of this 
diaper and toilet paper drive. And so that individual comes and and presents that idea. They are accepted. Somebody goes out, prints out signs and sets up tables. And then in comes me. I see that opportunity and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to do something about this. And then a year later, I'm involved with a food drive that gathers over 500 pounds of food from our community and puts it to this organization. And then I decide that I'm going to get involved and I am absolutely impacted by that. And so whoever it was that suggested that we get involved with Tabitha's Way has done way more than just deliver toilet paper and diapers. And we're not done with this organization. And in fact, for the next month, there's a lot of things going on where they need more help. And I have felt called to help and be involved with that and to get my community involved with helping this organization for the next month or so. And so how many potential people could be impacted by me inviting others to get involved. So you can just see how this just builds and builds from one person's idea into like you don't even know what the effect can be. And so that is why we should think about getting involved with giving as soon as possible. Because so many times we want to get involved with these big, perfect projects. And what we're missing out on is this exponential ripple effect that can take place if you just get started and make a choice to do something good. And then from there, the ripple effect compounds and compounds, creating this exponential impact over time. So if you want to be involved in something impactful, go out today and make a decision to get involved with giving. That really is the way to create good in this world is simply by getting started. Because the sooner you get started, the more opportunities you have to create ripple effects that create exponential impact over a lifetime. I hope that you have seen in this what I felt when I was volunteering this Saturday. There is something absolutely game-changing, life-changing about getting involved in this work. And, and I need you. We need you. The world needs you. And so whatever it is that you've been feeling like you should do or, or get out of your seat and, and, and go and, and take care of, like, let's do that. And if you need any help with that or, or like a rallying cry, please reach out to me, grant at basementphilanthropy.com or DM me on LinkedIn. I would love to connect with you and help you get involved with this fantastic work. Well, team, that's it for me. Let's go out into the world and create good with the money in our pockets together. Talk soon.